Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Big Lee's World's Podcast. It is I, your host, Big Lee, coming to you once again live from the Boom Boom Room right here in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. And today, I am very lucky to have with me two of the esteemed higher-ups at the brand new hottest wrestling company in the area, Anna Fight Underground. Today, I have with me Zach Sawyer and Dalton Diamond. Boys, Welcome to the Boom Boom Room. Welcome to the Big Leagues World's Podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, man. How's it going? Man, it is going. Excited. We're about four. <laughs> as we're recording this today is October 1st, so we're about 14 days from the yeah. very first Anafite Underground show. And let's just dive right into it. Uh, where'd the idea of the Anafite Underground come from? Uh, to be honest with you, the idea, we had started throwing around the idea of uh, maybe running a wrestling promotion in Anna. And uh, we had approached some people about it, and they had said that it wouldn't work. So we just pretty much chomped at the bit and just <laughs> yeah. wanted to make it happen right after that, pretty much. All right, yeah. I mean, and I think that's one of the things that people need to realize, like, up in front. This isn't just, like, a couple of money marks starting out their own wrestling company because they got bored in their mama's basement. Like, this is, like, real deal. I mean... We've had Dalton Diamond, international deathmatch wrestling superstar, oh on the show. Story, yeah. We've had him previously on. If you've missed his episode, make sure you go to BigLeesWorld.com or your favorite right. podcasting platforms and check that episode out. And then, you know, we have Zach Sawyer here, Midwest wrestling legend. Midwest. Tag team expert. So, we've heard Dalton's story previously. So, let's hear a little bit about you. How did you get into business? Uh, originally I had, um, uh, let me think my uncle Frank Summers. Well, he, he's not really my uncle. He's like a third or fourth cousin, but I just say uncle cause it's just easier. Right. Um, but, uh, he started helping out Tony Falk in Paducah, Kentucky with all-star wrestling. And then he, uh, wanted to run his own promotion in Metropolis, Illinois. And it was an off branch and he called it extreme all-star wrestling and he uh, made some ties in Metropolis, Illinois, with guys and uh, got us into a uh, training school. <laughs> and I use that term very loosely. Um, and pretty much that was the start of Who things to come after that. Who trained you? It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. We can ignore that. Who trained you? Same person that started yours. Oh. Yep, yep. Well, I mean, this is no hose barred, so yeah. who is it? Uh, well, Tojo Tojo Junior originally was Tojo the guy that, Yamamoto, Tojo Yamamoto Junior. He's heard of him. He's yeah, big I mean, in Japan. heard of him. He's big in Japan. He's a legend, legendary. legendary. Uh, originally, that's who uh, I went through and just learned how to bump, and uh, really just kind of felt like I got fed a crock of shit by him, and didn't really feel like I learned too much. So then, uh, ended up there ended up being a wrestling school that opened up in uh, West Frankfort, Illinois, called. SIWE Wrestling Academy, and the trainers at the time were uh, Curly, a guy who holds the record for the most Three Stooges tattoos in the world, and uh, a guy named Mike Masters, who was trained out of Windy City Wrestling. He's wrestled around Southern Illinois and, you know, um, Middle Illinois and some stuff like that, and um, went to the school for about three months or so, and then uh, started making some connections around Illinois and just started... um, finding people that were more similar to the style I wanted to wrestle and everything and just kind of learn from them and just uh, did a bunch of seminars and been at it ever since, kind of. Yeah, because uh, you're, you're also, for those that are listening to this that's not fully familiar or like me, terrible with names, you are one half of Roscoe Eat Lisa. Was, was, before I uh, <laughs> fully stepped out of the business, yeah, about uh, back in uh, 
when would that have been? I think it was like sixteen. No, 17? July. Yeah, July of like 2017. I stepped out like actively full time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, you know, here and there, once in a while, I have a match. I mean, I guess which doesn't make me, you know, still actively doing it or you know, still a full time wrestler. But I mean, you know, I don't know. The Crocodile Shaman episode was what? Oh, have you not ever told Lee the Crocodile Shaman match we had this year? No. Oh. Well, what what is this? It was strictly. Oh. That place over in middle Illinois, correct? Yeah. 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 Well, it was, uh, Zach, do you want to go ahead and tell no, the start? By, by all means, you're the one yeah, This was your up. brainchild. Just, uh, had a friend that we had dress up in some balsa blankets and came out and said he was a crocodile shaman. That's about it, really. He had a Bane mask on. Okay. Yeah. That that sounds right up that alley there. Yeah. So was good. And oh man, like kind of lost the words there for something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so like I said, you know, uh, so would you say you kind of cut your teeth? Like that's where you really got your uh, your skills honed in at was in the tag team wrestling. No, uh, for man, really for a long time. Well, I, w- I would say yeah. I, honestly, I preferred tag team wrestling more than singles, just because I feel like there's. Uh, more dynamics to be creative with it. Um, I mean, not not to take away from singles wrestling by uh-huh. any stretch of the imagination, but I mean, you know, four guys versus two guys. You know, there's a lot more to do. But uh, man, I was a singles wrestler and for from 2007 up till 2014, so about seven years. And then uh, at that point, around 2014, Mikey, uh, I, I say Mikey, Mikey McFinnigan, Mikey BMOC, uh, me and him tagged up pretty regular, or actually not pretty regularly, full time from uh, 2014 up until uh, 2017. But uh, yeah, man, really, really, that's where I felt like I learned the most and where I excelled at was in tag wrestling, honestly. Like uh, singles wrestling makes me nervous. I like the <laughs> idea of having someone else there to, you know, to cover my weaknesses and, you know, vice versa. It's just, it's a great thing, man. There you go. So not fully into the uh, like your compadre here. You're not fully into the deathmatch wrestling. Uh, I I appreciate it, man. Uh, but I just never it just never was uh, really really something that uh, I partook in myself uh, too much. I mean, I did a couple. I, I say a couple, but I did a deathmatch tournament, and that was for Chaos Pro Wrestling back in 2014. And man, that was like. Uh, Mikey had came to the idea with me originally about it, and um, at first I was apprehensive because I just didn't really want to do it, but then I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, you know what, fuck it, I'll go ahead and do it, just get out of my system and everything, but, uh, I mean, done, done some hardcore stuff and none of that, but, I mean, not to the Made it lean, to the finals. Made it to the finals, but, I mean, uh, not to the, you know, extent that people do it today and stuff, right. man, because the bar Like international deathmatch wrestling legend Dalton Diamond. Like Dalton Diamond, yeah. about all that. The, uh... He's he set the bar at new heights. He has, um, you know, at his time in Crossville and Big Sam Crosby. Yep. <laughs> Which, uh, you know, I heard you were a big fan of the product over there, Lee. Hey, I mean, I spent my fair time going there, but uh, you know, I don't know how the heat. You know, there may be a little bit of heat because of Dalton. Because mm-hmm. of Dalton. Yeah. How Dalton started in heat? Uh, you know, maybe maybe you told him we kept people from uh. That he that we kept people from working there. No, I don't know. It looks like I, I think Dalton did, don't you? Possibly, <laughs> he is a no, heel. He, he did. Uh, yeah, he's a heel. That we can talk. 
What? I was going to say, he did hit me up asking why Cash quit coming. But <laughs> I, I yeah. Don't know. We'll save that one for a part two. Yeah. Oh, no, we'll go ahead and put it out there. For anybody <laughs> listening to this, uh, one of the big things apparently that uh, some of us have heat with over with the fine folks of Crossville, Illinois, is that uh, during my tenure at Cape Championship Wrestling, that uh, kept uh, Cash Borden from going back to Strictly Insane to work there, which is not true. We've never kept anybody from working no. anywhere. So, which, if you think about it, I hate when people because it's fucking retarded. It's independent, independent wrestling. Yeah, you're not. You know what I mean? There's no Tokyo. contracts. It's. I mean, you're an independent contractor. I mean, if someone says you can't do this, then. You know, you're your own man. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, that's, man, that's you, the stupidest shit. You remember back when Tojo used to make those MySpace blogs? He would put them... He wouldn't call and tell you that he wasn't going to use you no more. He would put a bullet... You know MySpace back yeah. in the day? Bulletins? He would I'm put pretty one sure up. I'm older than both of y'all, so... He yeah. would put one up, and it would say, like, for example... I remember Zach got it once. It was, uh, Zach Sawyers has been released from... Renegade Pro Wrestling, and it would be like a copied and pasted WWE release forum, but he would replace it, you know, WWE with RPW and whoever he was getting rid of. And that's how you found out. He wouldn't call and tell you nothing. You would find out by people getting on there being like, hey, uh, what happened with you and Tojo? And you're like, well, what do you mean? Oh, go look at the bulletin he just posted and you're released. It was great. I didn't even wait my 90 days after I was <laughs> <laughs> Just I was going to say, I'm, I'm sitting here like, wait, what? Uh, that's fucking crazy. We're giving Tojo too much air time. <laughs> he's also not doing well. He, I mean, he's had, he has about 50 heart attacks a week from everything I see on Facebook, which is yeah. not good. Imagine his medical bills are out the fucking ass. Yeah, I've seen the screenshot of something where he shared a like a five, six-year-old picture with these uh, WWE legends, quote-unquote. So <laughs> You were jealous. I was. <laughs> Hey, I'm one of the few people around here that's actually met Sid, so... That's true. Or is that that's a show true. he showed up at? No, he uh, he he did something. I don't know. We weren't we weren't wrestling there at that point. We had Started. moved we on actually, from our tenure. Actually, yeah. funny story. The night he brought in Scott Hall and Sid was because we had... CPW had started back up, and he was trying to run against us. Mm-hmm. So he brought them in the same night we were running. And we still have... I don't know about outdrew, but... I'm not sure. How we had a packed gate, so he didn't... Deter us. Any. So there was at a time two companies running in Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. Friday nights. Oh, there was a big beef going on about it. Big, man. big. Yeah, it was an issue, bro. Yeah, it <laughs> drama filled. Yeah, it was a big issue. Oh man. CPW started calling me the renegade of professional wrestling just to shoot back at them. Oh really? Yeah. Pretty slick. Yeah, I I love it, man. I love good competition. And speaking of good competition. Let's talk about let's talk a little bit more about this upstart company coming. Anna Fight Underground, their first show October fifteenth at the skating rink in Anna, Illinois. You can get your tickets at fightunderground.square.site. Uh, four tickets are ten dollars. Bring your own chair. Uh, Nick Gage, MDK, the yep. King's going to be there. Going to be there. Main event: Madman Pondo versus uh, New Jack. New Jack, the original gangster. Yeah. Mr. 1A7. So let's talk a little bit more. So uh, you had this idea about the Antifight Underground. What made you really decide that you wanted to put the pedal to the floor and get going with this? 100% honest. The guy, the he who shall remain unnamed, but had previously ran a wrestling company to their prior and looked me in the face and told me that a hardcore wrestling promotion wouldn't draw 
which I mean the gate fucking says otherwise so far that's pumped out but I mean um just honestly man it's just one of those things and the way I am like if someone says you can't do something and just I mean if I know in my head or like my heart that it'll work then I'm gonna 100% do it by any means necessary and I mean it just uh lit a fire under our ass, man, really, and we are just like, well, you know, like, we're gonna run the best goddamn wrestling show this town's ever seen, and that's it, bar none, and I think we're gonna do just that, not yeah. to sound cocky or anything, but I, I mean, mean... I think our roster speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean... We have so much... So much talent, so guys we you know, guys we've met over the years and made yeah. connections with, and I mean, just guys that, uh... Bust are, their ass. Yeah, bust their ass, man, guys that are really, really good, and, um, you know... I just uh, think it would be different from what was provided there before, you know, we can bring something uh, just like a true alternative to the area. I mean, you know, because I feel like all the wrestling that's ever come through Illinois, you know, minus Chaos Pro Wrestling, which I feel like is us, I feel like we're the spiritual predecessor to them, but I think that everything else that's come through has just been kind of on the straight and narrow. No one's really tried to expand or, you right. know, just think outside of the box with it. I mean, which is not a knock. I mean, you know, to each their own, but just, uh, we just, we just don't, um, really want to follow the trend and just kind of do our own thing, you know? Hey, I mean, that's what you gotta do. You gotta make waves in the business and you gotta stand yourself out. And, you know, I think that's definitely what the show has the potential to do. Hopefully. And I mean, you've got a stacked roster. Yeah. I mean, like I said earlier, besides the, uh, you know, trying to get the main event out there of Pondo versus New Jack. Yep, yep. Like I said, you've got people coming in all over. Yeah. What? Got about seven, eight matches on the card? Uh, we have. Actually, I got the card. Man, one I'm really right looking forward to that you might not expect me to say. I mean, you probably do. Murdoch and Bell. Yes. My God, I'm excited <laughs> about that. Yeah, well, Murdoch right now, Ben Bill is the number one deathmatch wrestler in America. Yeah. Which I mean is not, it's you know, not a, that's how he uh, earns an eight by ten yeah. on the Bigly uh, Boom Boom Room Wall of Fame. Murdoch's the man. It's not a hyperbole or exaggeration. No. I mean, the guy might be the. And I'm also really excited for Mikey and Dysfunction. Yeah, I think there's about uh, <laughs> seven seven ma- there's seven matches in total. Uh, you know, there'll be some pre-show matches that start at around six thirty. Um, but, you know, there's seven matches. There's three huge main events. You know, there's Jack and Pondo. There's uh, Mikey and Dysfunction, I mean, which is two guys that have been on the independent circuit for a long time, man. I mean, Dis is 20 years in the business. Mikey's 15 years in the business. And these guys these guys have never been in a ring with one another. There's never been never. any mm-hmm. kind of physical contact with them. And, you know, we got a huge main event of Tag Team Warfare. Uh, it's going to be Dalton Diamond. And his personal insurance policy, Ty Blade, against, uh, you know, a guy you're very familiar with, Cash Borden, a guy that's ran, you know, rough shot over Southern Illinois up at Stride lately. And, uh, you know, the promotion down here in Cape Girardeau as well, man, and has got them up in a hostage situation. And, you know, he went out and retorted back against Dalton by picking up, you know, Mickey Knuckles. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and what... What a what a what better uh, tag team partner? I mean, could you get than Mickey Knuckles? I mean, you know, and I don't mean this bad, but I mean that's the baddest bitch in the business, right. you know, bar none. I mean, um, so I think with them three huge main events, man, I think. Um, well, know, hey, we're is... gonna deep dive in that tag match sure. a little here a little bit shortly, but there's another match on this card I want to talk about. Sure, I want to talk about the quote unquote fourth main event. The uh, John Wayne Murdoch and Graham Bell. No, I'm not talking about that match. 
That's going to be a barn burner. Oh, fuck you, don't say it. I already and, know what you're going to say. I, and I'm personally excited for that. I, there's not a match in this card I'm not excited about. Except mine. But I'm really excited about the Anakin Murphy, first time seeing yeah. him, taking on the Midwest yeah. wrestling legend, Zack Sawyer. That's a that's a stretch of the imagination. But, uh, you know, the uh, Anakin Murphy, man, everything I've seen from this kid, I've been really, I've been really impressed by. I mean, he... Uh, he popped back with the promo after the match was announced, man, and everything. You know, he he kind of he kind of torched me a little bit, right. you know, which is cool, man. He said he was gonna make me relevant again, and uh, I mean, if he's gonna say that, man, I'm gonna make him relevant for the first time ever. And uh, you know, the thing is, man, I mean, if he uh, you know, he wants to pop his mouth off and everything, man, and act like a big boy, you know, I'll treat him like a big boy, and that's uh, you know, that's just it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I'm excited about it too, man. I mean, that's uh. That's one of the key things about this promotion that I'm really more excited about than anything, you know, as far as, like, first-time matches and all that. Yeah, that's great, but to me, like, uh, bringing in guys that maybe haven't had the opportunity or haven't really been discovered yet. And, right. I mean, there's a lot of guys that I think, like, for example, that have been slept on in independent. Like, I'll sit here and tell y'all straight up, the fact that fucking Mikey's not under a major contract somewhere I think is just horse shit. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys like that, man, that just, uh... I mean, I could tell you, coming from the Cape Championship Wrestling side back then, uh, anytime he was added to a card, yeah. we would always see an increase in ticket sales. Yeah, man, I mean, the guy, the guy's one of, and I'm not just saying it, like, to be biased, because he was my partner for so long, or, you know, one of my best friends, but, I mean, the guy's, the guy's a fantastic wrestler, man, and, I mean, uh, like I said, the fact that he's just not under contract, or really hasn't been given, like, a, you know, a, I mean, he's had breaks, but like a big, big definitive break, man, like is just almost a criminal sin, I feel mm -hmm. like, you know, but um, I mean, there's a lot of guys like that, man, that I think of, you know, uh, have been out there, but have also been slept on too. Dysfunction's fantastic. I mean, uh, Graham Bell, I mean, Graham Bell came back from a tour of uh, Wrestle One last year and wrestled in Cork and Hall. He got scouted out in a seminar by uh, Kaz Hayashi and Sonny Yono and uh, went over to Japan for a couple months and did some touring over there, man. And I mean that guy's that guy's fantastic. Um, that there's just a lot of guys like that, man. That you know I want to bring in. You know the only place too. I've got to see him wrestle at is Strictly Insane. Really? Yeah. So you probably didn't, and like I don't mean this bad, <laughs> but you probably didn't get to see him perform to the you know the max of his uh, abilities, man. Because he's uh, he's fantastic. Yeah, uh, I mean he was cool there. And uh, I seen one of his matches on uh, Action Wrestling yeah. the other day. I forgot who it was against. Uh, I'm not sure, man. I'm not really... Uh, I'll be honest, I don't really keep up with the product too much right, as right. far as like some of the indies and stuff. So uh, there's no telling, but I'm sure whoever he's in there with, he killed it. I mean, the guy's, yeah. the guy's always on when he's on. So let's talk about this. I mean, it, it's no secret now at this point, besides your... Uh, reduced wrestling schedule right you're really making that transition to the front office yeah and it's you know case of Anna fight underground you are the booker there right um let's talk about that how did that transition go how are you feeling about it uh i mean I, you know i'm nervous to be honest with you but um i think that um i just wanted to make the transition man because i, I feel like i see so many things like in wrestling that just kind of irk me, man. I think there, like, like I was saying before, man. I think there's a lot of guys that are undiscovered or kind of held down and stuff. And I see like a lot of the the top indies and stuff. And you know, it's not to take away, but there's a lot of guys that are on top already and bitch and say that they're slept on or 
this or that, but it's like you're already in the top spots. So how how much more slept? You know, you're not slept on. Like, right. like like I was saying, like you know, the fact that Mikey hasn't been given like a break, a big break anywhere, like that's you know a criminal sin. But um, I mean, as far as the uh, booking and everything of it, man, just um, you know, we kind of have a vision for like what we want and everything. You know, I mean, there's never really been like any kind of hardcore wrestling in Anna. Um, but which also they said wouldn't would never work. But I mean, it um, also said there was no venues to run, and we found one our first stop. Found a venue in fifteen minutes, man. They nice. said we could. They said there was no venues to run, but I think a lot of it too, like and just shooting straight, was they didn't want to because they knew we'd eat their fucking lunch. Like to be real, and just uh, I don't know, man. It was just one of the things, like you know, me and me and my uh my partner went and looked <laughs> at uh you know the um venues and everything and we found it in 15 minutes and we're like man we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're gonna make these people eat their fucking words mm-hmm. like um but yeah man the uh transition to the front office is honestly something i'm excited about uh to me i'm very excited to watch the stuff that's been written on pen and paper come to life man and just um you know i got i got full faith in all the guys that we're using and everything on our roster man i think that um everybody that's on this show deserves to be on this show and um, I'm really excited to see how it turns out, man. Awesome. I know a lot of people are excited about it. You know, ticket sales have been strong for this. You know, and uh, it's something I've talked to you about, you know, outside of this is just looking to see where these people are coming from for this show. Yeah. Like, people are traveling states for this, and that's just amazing to me. Yeah. So that that means doing something right here. It's crazy, man. We just, uh, you know, we, we were talking about the idea, man, and, you know, we were, you know, honestly, we'd have been content if, you know, 20, 25 people showed up, you know, even if it was just what we felt, you know, in our heart was something, you know, good to give back to, you know, Anna, because I feel like for so long they've been deprived of, like, actual professional wrestling down there because, you know, I'm not trying to bury them, but, like, the other shit before wasn't wrestling. It was a fucking, it was a circus act, man. Right. And, um, you know, we just want to try to bring a good presentation and just give people a good strong product of wrestling man and you know hardcore wrestling on top of mm-hmm. that too man mm-hmm. yeah most definitely well let's go ahead and let's look at one of those other main events you know yeah. we've talked a lot about mikey and dysfunction that's gonna be a barn burner i think you know, that's uh that'd probably be one of the stiffest most hard-hitting matches on the card but yeah oh yeah and you know new jack and pondo i think we all know what that's gonna be oh yeah you know that that's your bread and butter right there. At least for the people that aren't familiar with some of the people in the card, that's what's bringing them in, right? For this initial show. But I think a lot of this up and coming talent and talent that you know not quite as known is right. what's going to get the people to keep coming back, right? Right. Agreed. So that leads us to our third main event. Um. Yeah, on our on our. Uh, well, hold on. I mean, my oh, fourth main event because we've already discussed the other three. Oh shit! Yeah, the fourth main event. <laughs> the fourth. Ty Blade, Dalton Diamond yeah. against Cash Borden and Mickey Knuckles. Yeah. Well, we, why uh, is this a first off? This is called tag team warfare. What kind of stories behind all this that's well, make this a warfare? Well, when we had the uh, opportunity and we were recruiting talent for the first show and everything, 
um, I saw an opportunity, and knowing that, I'll just say it, I mean, Dalton, Dalton's wrestled Cash several times, and uh, it's just, and I mean, I don't mean to be like this, but I mean, you've never beat him. Never. I mean, he and... He just won't, you won't do the favor, man. I mean, and... You've it, not got the winner's share of the purse. No, no and never it's about beat him. time that changes, man, you know, it's about time. Right, I mean, go uh, that $10 to $11. Right. right. <laughs> nah, fuck that, I'm going 15 Oh, 15. whoa, 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 whoa. We're gonna, need y'all to, we're gonna need y'all to pick up uh, ticket sales even more to uh, get Dalton to that fifteen dollar pay 15. window. Fifteen, <laughs> fifteen. And you know, my thing is I when I was out. when I was booking this, and no offense, I mean, Dalton, you haven't beat him in twelve years, so I mean, we gave you both guys the opportunity to go out and seek partners for the match, and I mean, you picked you picked Ty Blade, I mean, which is cool, like, but I, I'm curious what your reasoning was with that, too. I've never had a chance to really ask. Well, going back to, you know, the CPW days, that's the guy that taught me everything, you know. I was under his wing for how long? Six, seven, eight months? Right. You know, he taught me how to not be afraid, and actually, my very first death match I was ever in was because of you know, his leadership, and he taught me how to get ready for that, and I've just seen that man you know, that barbed wire massacre match, you know, Seven Deadly Sins, what was it, 2010? With him and Chick so. Canyon? I believe so. That was honestly. one of the best death matches I've ever seen live and in person. And it's like, I've seen what he's capable of doing. I know what he's capable of doing. So if I'm going to get this win, why not have him? That's fair enough. And I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to steal your role here, Lee, and ask the questions, you know. But, oh, my, uh, my role here is just to make sure nothing <laughs> breaks. But, uh, <laughs> you know, mainly, uh, I mean, how do you feel about uh, Cash choosing Mickey Knuckles as his opponent, man? I mean, and, and I, again, I don't mean this bad. I mean, you've never beat him one-on-one. And Mickey Knuckles, she's one of the hardest-hitting, most abrasive, most fearless females we've ever seen in the entire industry man so i mean for him to go out and pick someone like that does does that being a female and knowing what she's capable of throw you off your game no or does i mean are are you going to show any mercy towards her because right now i mean i think it also needs to be pointed out with mickey like she's having like a resurgence of sorts yeah Yeah. like she's you know she's now you know making strides up in chicago at black label yeah yeah no uh, i'm actually really Big beef. I'm really excited about it, man. Uh, I've never, you know, I've had my wars with Madman Pondo, you know, Too Tough Tony, Corp, Robinson, you know, all kinds of people like that, but I've never gotten to step in the ring with her, so I'm a little excited about it. Mercy? No. I'm not going to show any mercy as long as I'm not going to get thrown in jail for what I do to her, you know, man on That's fair woman, but fair no, enough. I'm ready. And it's not about Mickey, it's about Cash. You know, I'm going to get this win over cash. It's going to be me pinning cash. It's, it's 100% personal. 100% personal. That's what how it's got to be. That's what, that's how it's going to be. That's how it's got to I mean, be. Because, I mean, I mean, we're sitting here, and I mean, man, like, again, I'm not taking digs at you, but, I mean, you've continually popped your mouth off since the inception of this. I mean, you've claimed that this is going to be a promotion that you put on your shoulders. You've claimed that you're going to build this promotion from the ground up. I mean... That's that's big words, man, and that's fighting words. I mean, and I'm gonna be honest with you, that's probably gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way, man. Well, let it. And but I mean, you, know, you, already don't have, step... you already don't have the best reputation with people as it is. People don't like you. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean and now, who how else does, is gonna step up and take the ball? How is that? How, that's my question. How is this gonna affect you? The fact like people don't like you. I don't care about those people. Whether I mean, face or heel, people love cash. 
So yeah. Cash coming in, Cash is going to have this fan base behind him. Not just the fan base. This Every match on this card, especially this tag team warfare, is fans bring the weapons. Yeah. Does that get into your head? Not thinking at all. like, okay, so these fans are going to bring the most extreme weapons to see you get cut up, to see you get bloody, but also with it being fans bring Fucking the weapons. Love that shit. How, th- since the fans do not like you, are you worried that like no. maybe you get into a situation to where like the fans don't want to give you the weapons? The fans want to give it all to Cash, give it all to Mickey. They want to put you at even more of a disadvantage, <laughs> and you still think that you can beat Cash? I'll just knock that mullet off his head and take it out of his hands himself. I mean, no, I'm it's not awful scared. Big words. You know how many times I've done that? You've done these matches? I know. I'm not. But not enough to get the W over him. Yeah, That's you haven't cool. you haven't ever beat him. I mean, you know, we're just being real here. Yeah. And we're shooting and we're, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, a lot's changed since then too, you know. I've I don't feel like I'm the same person I was, you know, last time I stepped in the ring with him. You know, I don't. I have a fire in my eyes and I'm gonna make sure that happens. You know, all these people wanna doubt me, that's fine, but we'll see who they doubt after this match. Fair enough. That's all I got to say about it. And if you want to see this match live and in person in Anna, Illinois at the skating rink, October 15th, get your tickets now at fightundergroundanna.square.site and uh, get those tickets for only $10. It is bring your own chair and you can sit wherever you want behind the uh, VIP section for only $10. Bring your own chair and uh, you're going to get to see all of this carnage, all this chaos that uh, Anna Fight Underground is going to bring. I know personally I am excited for it. I think this is going to do great. Now, we do have some fan-submitted questions. Oh, come on. <laughs> All righty. Come on with it. Well, you had to give me a second because I was <laughs> not fully prepared to have, no, it, nothing, nothing. have it pulled up here to uh, read. <clears throat> so, I know the first story was from Heath Hatton, and he said something about uh, the training. You had a and you told him you had a great training story. And it's not. I shouldn't have really said it was the story, but I do remember they had a picture. Coming back to Tojo, giving him airtime one more time, they had a framed 8x10 of Tojo in there <laughs> that any time like, you would hit like a drill or like some kind of spot like that, man, they would point at the uh, 8x10 as a sign of approval any time <laughs> you did good. Yeah, which was, you know, which was very validating, you know. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, you know, to be under the guidance of, that and have Tojo's watchful eye, man. I mean, you know, great times. Can't do no wrong with that. Or uh, you remember Baby D from there? <laughs> that guy that trained, but they were like, you can't hit him in his head because he'll have a fucking seizure. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but wanting wow. to be a wrestler, it's crazy, man. All right. Super fan of the podcast. Big wrestling fan all around. My good, close, personal friend, Robert Young. He asked a couple of questions. We kind of answered why Anna... You know, why the new promotion, why deathmatch, hardcore. And uh, he wants to know, what are your your goals for the company? Um, Really just to, uh, really just to offer a true alternative to the area, man. I mean, you know, just uh, try to make it different from everything else that's been around, man. I mean, we have a great working relationship with Stride up in Carterville, Illinois, but I mean, we just... We want to present uh, something totally different, man, from everything else that everyone's doing and just uh, kind of go our own route, man. I mean, if everyone else is selling hamburgers, you know, we want to sell cheeseburgers. I, I mean, prefer hamburgers. Oh, well, 
You're missing out because cheeseburgers are where it's at. <laughs> I don't like cheese, so. Oh, you're crazy, man. Well, that's you only true. like the uh, you only like the uh, toasted bread and cold bologna, correct? Dude, co- toasted bread and cold bologna <laughs> is one of my favorite sandwiches. So, all right. Uh, with that, uh, he also wants to know: Is uh, Anna the only place right now you're looking to run? Um, as of as of right now, yes. Uh, I don't want to go too much into detail because, but we are looking at um, other areas around. We've been in contact with other venues around and other towns and stuff. Um, you know, and just when we can move forward business wise with that stuff, right. I mean, we'll look to we'll look to expand. But uh, for as of right now, and probably always, Anna will be our uh, home base. Okay, if that makes sense. And like I was telling somebody the other day, I was talking about this. Anna's a good spot mm-hmm. because it's right directly in the middle between two college towns. Right, right. You know, it's over. It's before you get to Carbondale, mm-hmm. so there's a market that people that are going to love hardcore wrestling. It's right there. It's a good also base because they can catch the train from Chicago, come down to Carbondale, right, and mm-hmm. then come over here for, or come to Anna for the show. Right. And then it's the same here as with Cape. You know, Cape's another college town where like. 25, 30 minutes from Anna. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity for people to see something that they've not seen before in this area. Yeah, it's pretty smack dab in the middle, man. And, you know, going back to that old promotion that we're not going to name, that's where I just don't understand. You know, they would get these opportunities to run in Chester and, like, all these buildings, like, what, donated? And, like, well, pretty I much. Mean, and they, it's like, they ran at the SIU ballroom and uh, drew four people. Car- yeah, and Carbondale, I mean, four, four people. Four my, I know they did four on some, and I mean, they've had attendances that were as low as 20, man, because it's just they didn't just didn't want to put the time to promote into anything. Just It was just kind of like they were just running shows just for friends and family, pretty right, much. Right. And, we, and we're not trying to do that, man. No. We're trying to appeal to wrestling fans. And if it says anything... Hamburgers ain't cheap, and we're trying to buy a plate load of hamburgers. Right. And uh, if, if this says anything, too, that'll give you an idea... They had a show booked at the SIU Ballroom again and canceled it because WWE was in Evansville and they wanted to go watch the show. That is a true story. I forgot about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy on multiple levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've only been to one show at the Ballroom and that was when Ring of Honor ring there. Okay. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I mean... That's a that's still a big space for only four people. Did you know Chikara ran there once? Yeah, we had this conversation on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. They only had like a turnout of like fourteen people. Insane too. I just don't know if it's maybe the area there or what. But I mean, with the uh, with the company that shall remain unnamed, I mean, uh, I think that was just due to lack of piss, promotion. Lack of promotion. I mean, they had the resources and everything, but they just uh, you know just didn't want to follow through. Yeah, I mean. It's almost like someone there should have made a call about it. Yeah, should have should have uh, put some effort into it. <laughs> should have took responsibility and been like, you know what? I should make an eye call about this. I see what you did. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right, next question. Scott Wolf, ask him to tell the story of the first time he ever barked at a gator's tits. Uh, well, to be honest, we were at a friend's house. It was Mikey, myself, um, and two other people who remain unnamed. Uh. <laughs> But me and Mikey were doing our uh, gimmick, and I mean, for anybody that's listening to this and knows me and Mikey, I mean, it, uh, you know what that means. And um, we had access to uh, Dustin Summers' uh, Facebook page, which Dustin Summers is the guy that I originally broke in with 
and was uh, trained with to be a wrestler, but he, he got out of the business after about four or five years, and he just, um, he, he's cool, he's cool as shit, and we'd kick it with him and stuff, but he would just say the most off-the-wall shit, man, all the time, but just hilarious stuff, and anyways, we ended up having access to his Twitter, so we were tweeting at some people and stuff, like, I remember we tweeted at Delirious, and was like, you suck, lard ass, and then Delirious retweeted it, and I was like, that's <laughs> awesome, and, uh, we, uh, we had, um, who was it? We, Goldberg too, didn't you? Goldberg, we tweeted at him. We tweeted at Michael Cole and was like, "We hear you like to make butter sculptures." <laughs> like, but this was all from Dustin's Twitter account. So like, these people were reading it. They're seeing like Dustin's name and stuff. And I think it was Mikey had tweeted at Titus O'Neil and said something. He was like, uh, "I don't remember what the lead in was, or maybe that's who was." He was like, "I hear you like to make butter sculptures." Well, bark, bark, gator tits, because Titus O'Neil does did the uh, you know the little hoo hoo thing with his yep. hands and all that. So that's where we got the idea for that and uh, started putting it on merchandise and stuff. And people thought it was funny, honestly, funnier than we did. <laughs> it just worked. We were like, "Cool." Ron Zaragoza, I believe, it was Ron Trauma. Ron Trauma. Shout out to Ron Trauma, the man. Uh, a couple questions. He wants to know your thoughts on Tojo Yamamoto Jr. Like I told him in the comments, I don't really think about <laughs> Tojo. Why? Goddamn, there's like an infatuation with Tojo Jr. between like this whole like <laughs> circle, man. Uh, but now I, I try not to uh, think about Tojo Jr. too much. Why? What is the greatest wrestling match of all time, and why is it awesome Tanaka at One Night Stand 2005? <laughs> it is a good match. I just remember JBL being in the balcony, being like, "Kick out, kick out," because they did all this sick shit. Uh, so I guess that's asking our personal favorite match of all time. Yeah. Uh, mine would be Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon from the King of the Ring 2001. To me, that's about a perfect match. And it's you know pretty pretty graphic for a WWE match. Pretty about the closest thing you'd see to a death match, really. There. Are you asking my like of all promotions or just WWE? Just just of all time, your favorite match. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess it is WWE, so it really doesn't matter. Uh, Stone Cold Rock Mania 17. That is a good one. That's a very good one. Yeah. War Games 91. War Games 91. That's a good one. Yeah. Here. Where Sid hits that powerbomb inside the cage and boom. Ah, still one of my all-time favorites. Great. Alrighty. Caleb Carter from the Four Sides Podcast. He wants to know two questions. One, how often will Anna Fight Underground be running shows? Um, well, I guess we'll go ahead and drop it. Our next scheduled event. Uh, will be sometime in December. Uh, as of right now, the format we're looking at is bi-monthly, but we've also for those of y'all listening, that means every two months. Every two months, and um, the uh, format is subject to change because we've discussed some other stuff. Um, we've discussed, you know, running um, bi-monthly, but maybe doing, you know, um, a double shot weekend or something like mm-hmm. that. And when I say double shot, I mean like you know maybe Thursday, Friday. Um, or, you know, just however it would fall. But, um, I mean, we, you know, we've toyed around with the ideas of some stuff. But as of right now, what we have laid out is to be bi-monthly. Because there's the next show after this is uh, December 17th. Correct. Is it true? I heard a rumor that the December 17th show is going to be called The Vision Big Lee's Birthday Bash. Yes. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. I heard that rumor. Is that true? Uh, well, Absolutely. you know, I mean, I'm sure the... <laughs> 
I'm sure the guys but, in the front office could probably make that happen. But, but the thing is, is Lee going to do meet and greets? If you're listening to the podcast and you come out to the Anna Fight Underground show October 15th, I will gladly sign an autograph, take a photo with you, you know. We're going to be doing a fan's pay and we're going to give Big Lee a birthday spanking in the ring. That's right. <laughs> uh, Caleb also wants to know, why do you think he is so attractive? Good jeans. You think so? Probably. It's not the hair? No, I mean, usually any pair of jeans I've ever seen him in, his ass looks great. Yeah, there you go. There's a recommendation for the Four Sides Podcast. Absolutely. The great dude also also helps us out a lot behind right. the scenes as well. Really great guy. And, he uh, is the official uh, illustrator yes. for the Anna Fight Underground, mm. and we appreciate all of his hard yes, work we, there. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you, Caleb, and uh, you are pretty easy on the eyes as well. Mm. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, I think that's just going to about wrap it up here. Uh, make sure, like I said, uh, October 15th, the debut show at uh, for Anna Fight Underground. It's at, I know it's at the roller rink, but I keep, what is the guys? It's, uh, quick, the, it's, skating. it's quick Skating Rink. It was the old skating barn in Anna, Illinois. Okay. So for those of y'all in the area, know where the skating barn is. For the rest of us, you know, we'll just skating rink. Or you can always get the latest updates for all things at, about Anna Fight Underground at facebook.com forward slash fight underground Anna. Yep. And uh, that's where all late breaking news, things like that goes. Uh, like I said, tickets are available. Ten dollars online. Bring your own chair. You know, you don't have. To, you're not sitting in some uncomfy chair. You can. You bring your own chair, whatever you're comfy with, and yep. uh, it's ten dollars to get in with that chair. You can get those tickets at fightundergroundanna.square.site, or you can always message the Facebook page, and we can guide you there as well. Uh, we will be having a special meet and greet with New Jack. You can come out and get an autograph and a photo of New Jack for only $25 with the purchase of your uh, seat. And same as we do, like I said earlier, we kind of didn't talk too much about it in this. And anybody that knows, knows I'm a big fan of the king, Nick Gage. Yeah. And Nick Gage will be in Anna on October the 15th. And you will have your chance to meet Nick Gage. Get an autograph, bring your own item, get it signed, and get a photo with Nick Gage for only $25. Yep. I can see Dalton's jealousy in the eyes. And <laughs> also on the Big League World <laughs> Hall of Fame, there is an 8x10 signed of Nick Gage and I. Oh, and Leah, I also had another question while we're on here, too. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, Sir, I, we've already passed the question part. We're well, in the outro. Well, just it's, it's just one last thing. It'll be okay. Do you because... think anybody's going to try to bring in like a recliner? I mean, if you want to bring it, if you want to bring in a beach chair, here's the thing: if you want to bring in a recliner, you need to bring two. One for me. Um, Vlad Arison wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> wanted to know: Will this be a? Um, he said, "What kind of chair comes with the package? Is it the iconic steel folding chair, the best kind for swinging, or something lesser?" And I just want to know if you could answer that question for well, Vlad. Well, I could. I could tell you this. If Vlad Firstloff has not bought his VIP $75 package, but I'm sure by the time this comes out, that will be taken off sale. Yep. If he bought it beforehand and he's curious about the kind of chair, it is a heavy-duty metal folding chair and you that said will that's be signed by New Jack. Yes. A classic that's good for swinging. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're not pulling any plastic chairs for swinging. We all want to see people like Dalton Diamond get hurt, so <laughs> there ain't no pulled punches or anything like that. We're, right. going, we're bringing the ultraviolence on October 15th to Anna, Illinois for Anna Fight Underground, the new show in town. 
Big Lee's birthday bash, December 17th. That's yep. right. Everybody's laughing and joking now, but they forget who names the Facebook events. That's true. This is true. <laughs> so, like I said, once again, I appreciate y'all coming up. Where can everybody yeah. find y'all at on social media? Uh, probably oh, the man. best place to be would find us would be uh, Anna Fufu on Facebook, which uh, people ask all the time, what is the Anna Fufu, what is the Fufu part stands for? What well, stands for... Fight Underground and the other FU stands for, uh, you know, blank and you, which, I mean, we don't need to say it, but it's, it's uh, a... It's, it's implied. You know, it's a fuck you. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much what it stands for. And, uh, you know, that's kind of our style, man. To be honest, you know, we just... The uh, Renegades. The Renegades, man. Renegades of, of fuck. professional wrestling. <laughs> renegades of fuck. That's right. That's it. Yeah. Hey, when go when discussing hey. that, we all we all had to make a special you know a special call with my iPhone. So it's kind of like I made an eye call right. to find out about this. <laughs> Big Lee with the inside ribs, <laughs> Big Sexy. All right, cut that out. Hey, that's right. Everybody knows I'm Big Sexy Lee. That's fine. I mean, I'm at fucking work. <laughs> You're all just sitting to the goddamn page, right? So once again, check check out Anna Fight Underground at on Facebook, Facebook.com backslash fight underground Anna. You just type in Anna Fight Underground, the page will come up. Uh fight underground or fight underscore Anna on Twitter, uh at fight underground Anna on Instagram as well. Uh Google uh James Allen, James Allen. just uh started building the uh Anna Fight Underground YouTube, YouTube. page. Yep. So we're definitely uh, that's getting up and going. We're gonna have that shared out as well. Uh, like I said, October 15th, debut event, Anna, Illinois, quick skating rink, the old skating barn. Uh, tickets, uh, fightundergroundanna.square.site. And uh, I hope to see all of y'all at the show. Dalton, Zach, thanks for coming out. Thank thanks for, for doing the podcast. Yeah, man, Any final words? Um, just, I mean, we, we appreciate everyone's support so far that we've gotten, and uh, we look forward to seeing everyone there on the 15th. Alrighty, sounds good. And as always, thanks for checking out the podcast. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to Issue. Make sure you subscribe to uh, the podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you missed anything, make sure to go to BigLeesWorld.com or your favorite podcast platforms. Check out the back catalog. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at BigLeesWorld. And uh, once again, thanks for all the love and support. I hope to see you all out October 15th at the Anna Fight Underground debut show. And as always, two scoops of whoop, 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 whoop.